Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 97. The Chicago Bulls, the Denver Broncos, the Marlins, and the Red Wings episode. I'm your host, as always, Teej Butler. Sitting next to me, Big Dill. How are you, bud? Doing well, man. How are you guys? Doing well, doing well. Good. Doge, all the way up in Clee. How are you, buddy? Splendid, gentlemen. Good to be back with you. Yep. Got some college football week one up on the TV, so life is good. Absolutely. Life is good. College football is back. We're going to be talking about that here in our first quarter. Good segue there, Doge. Second quarter, we're going to be talking about the Hell is Real Derby and some new faces here for the Orange and Blue. Um, <clears throat> third quarter, we're going to be doing a little fantasy football tip, so stay tuned for that. we got a fun game for that. And then the fourth quarter... We're going to do, I think, um, one of our last Mount Rushmores, if not the last Mount Rushmore of the year since sports are getting back to what they are. We've got Mount Rushmore of the stadiums. So stay tuned for that. But first things first, ladies and gents. Got to stretch it out. Got to warm it up. Got to make sure we're ready to pod. So I'm going to pass it up to Cleveland. Doge, warm it up for us. What do you got, man? So I had a different warm-up, but I'm actually going to push that back to the buzzer beater and Here throw bones to my hometown boy. I'm doing the right same now. thing. You guys are both Omaha, and I love it. We're both Omaha. I love it. I love that. Um, but shout-out to Tanner Morgan, quarterback of Minnesota. He's a Union Kentucky, Ryle High School graduate. So that's my hometown. That's my alma mater for high school. So uh, cool to see him back at the level, um, you know, starting and playing well. So. Oh, yeah. Just threw a touchdown pass, cut it to three. So it should be a good game. Should be a good game. Shouts to Tanner Morgan, though. Shouts out, Ryle. Dill, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I have some Cavs news. Oh. Have you guys guys heard a couple things about the Cavs? (sighs) Yeah, man. I've heard some things, T. This is sad news. Sad news? I'm kind of pissed. For T, yeah, look at him. Look how upset he is. But you know what? You got sometimes you got to move on. You know. We're talking about Taco Fall over here. Yeah. 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 I was talking about the Taco Cavs getting rid Larry Nance Jr. Oh, Larry. <laughs> and getting Larry Markin in. That would be nice. Um, instead, too, so that's what I was talking about. I mean, I'm talking about Taco. We're talking about Taco. Like real, real star is. player. We're talking about star players. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. I don't even know why I didn't go first or why I went first. So, why you didn't go first? So, no, that's not what that's, I was going to talk about. Actually. That's tough. Um, I was going to talk about the NBA. Okay. I was going to talk about um, a power forward style player, not named Lori Markman though, not named Taco Fall. Huh. His name's Ben Simmons, everyone. He could be a point guard, he could be a small forward, whatever, uh, power forward, if you will. He is not going to report to camp, allegedly. Looking to get traded, wants to be on one of the California teams, hilariously enough, so good for him. Oh, my. We'll see if he Send can... Send it to the Kings. We'll they're, apparently, the Kings are out of talks, the Warriors are out of talks. <laughs> the Timberwolves want to trade for Ben Simmons, but they don't want to give up D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, or Anthony Edwards. 
So I don't know how the heck they could get Ben Simmons because what were they going to give him a million picks? But either either way, like the Sixers are trying to win now, so I, that's not what they're going to do. So it's going to be Daryl Morey holding out to see if he's going to get Dame or Brad Beal, or if he's going to have to cave in, maybe get C.J. McCollum. Um, or I don't know what they'd have to do after that. But those are the, some of the options that are, are floated out there possibly right now. But either way, Ben Simmons is is not reporting, does not want to play for the Sixers. Wow. So we'll see what happens with that. That's very interesting. <laughs> very exciting. Old Benny boy. Meanwhile, by the way, jo- meanwhile, Joel Embiid, meanwhile, Joel Embiid comes out Saturday too and goes, love playing with Ben. Hope hope everybody gets to run it back. Like we were so close. Like the reason we lost is my fault or whatever. It's like, well, it's not what you said right after the game, but sure, I get you. Right. Like at least he does want to play with Ben. So like maybe, I don't know. Very interesting. I bet he will not be on their team to start the season. I would imagine not. There was such a weird vibe with them and the, with him and like the other players and him and the fan base too at the end of last season. Just Doc, seemed like he was even the least Doc, welcome player anywhere. Even Doc was like not really vibing him. Exactly. <clears throat> it's like if your coach isn't riding with you, it's like, hey. If I were him, I would be looking for a totally new scene too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, when they start talking about like changing what hand you're gonna shoot with, if you don't agree with them, like it's time to go. You know. Like, you can't keep going with them, I feel like. Tristan Thompson had to do that, though. Yeah, but he's not the same kind of caliber player, like, as Ben Simmons. As what he should be. No, you're right. You're right. Ben Ben should be pretty good. Who knows where he'll end up. Good old Benny boy. All right, let's move on. First quarter. Sure. Um... College football is back week one here. Um, what's your favorite matchup of the week here? Anything like, uh, do you think anybody's season is on the line this weekend? Um, do we know where game day is? I didn't look that up yet. But, um, Let me see if I can pull it. This was going to be one of the a good matchups of the weekend. It's on tonight, though, Ohio State-Minnesota. So we've kind of already got one going. And I guess if Ohio State were to lose, they probably would not, you know, be in the championship contention, more than likely. So I guess their season is on the line tonight. (coughs) Any disagreements with that? Do you guys agree? Thoughts? Trying to get some stats team on this. Uh, I I was trying to pull it up, too. I'm sorry. (laughs) Where game day was going. Okay, so I have an idea of where it's going to be. I need you to repeat what you just said. I said um, this was going to be one of the better matchups of the weekend, Ohio State-Minnesota, but it's obviously here Thursday night. Right. Um, Ohio State's season is technically on the line tonight because if they lose, they probably will not be in contention to go to the playoff. Maybe they would sneak into the four seed if they like won out and like you know, were real good. But this is a chance, you know, where they you know, their season could be on the lines. But I don't you know, I don't think it necessarily will be. I think they'll win. But are there any other teams in that situation? Uh, do you think this weekend 
um, or what's some other good like you know quality week one matchups? We were kind of talking about that. Um, you know, I've got some matchups pulled off up here. there. You know, we were talking about that a little bit off there. Like, hey, we love the good quality. You know, individual matchups here for week one. Is there anything else like that, Doge? What do you got? Yeah, so we actually have on Saturday Penn State playing Wisconsin. Yeah. Yep. That's quality one. Wisconsin number twelve, Penn State number nineteen. Oh boy. Oh. <clears throat> That'll be a big game there. We also have Alabama going against the U. Oh boy. Yeah, number that's gonna be Alabama a smoke. University of Miami. Smoke show. That's a so. Good one. Alabama's favored by twenty points there, but that's two ranked teams. Indiana Iowa seventeen eighteen matchup. Isn't it uh, Georgia Clemson? Yes. Yes. Number five, Georgia versus number three, Clemson. Yeah. Prime time, 7.30. That's where uh, game day is as well. Yeah, that makes sense. That's team phoned in. That makes the most sense. Yeah. The number 23 ranked Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. Oh, they were yeah, good last, last year, dude. Are playing Texas. They were so good. Number 21. So that's Soon another ranked matchup. What are the odds on that one? I bet... You know, I'll go with the uh, Raging Cajuns. Texas can't find a coach, dude. Texas is Texas minus nine. Minus nine, yeah. Oof, that's a good spread. Yeah, we might smack some cheese on that. Um, okay, well, I got one here Ooh. for you. Not necessarily season on the line, but these are two frisky teams. These are some, like, hey, when these teams get going, like, put, them on, put these big names on upset alert. We've got IU versus Iowa. I think that's going to be a real good one. Both those teams yeah. are kind of frisky. Could be real good teams. Could, you know, sniff winning the Big Ten if they had a real good season. I doubt that they, they will. But, you know, you never know. Any given Sunday. That's why we play the games. But that's going to be a real telling one of who is going to be, you know, legit this year between those teams. Number 17 versus number 18. Do you also have Notre Dame, Florida State? Florida State unranked, but always a tough divisional matchup. Dude, wonder got it. Oh, you got Now you got to just speak about that Delaware here. No. Okay, you're saving it for the, yeah, the yeah. buzzer. Wow, that's exciting. Good news though. Go ahead, Dush. Sorry. No, I was just saying Notre Dame, Florida State could also be a fun one to watch. Notre Dame's number nine. Florida State unranked has not been great. These that's past this few week years. as well. I've got another oh. ranked. Unranked for you, Doge. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Coach O versus Chip Kelly there. LSU versus UCLA. That's a good one, too. UCLA already off to a hot start. Already 1 0 in week zero. So there you go. How about our boys, T? The Miami Redhawks going into Cincinnati, number eight Cincinnati. Cincinnati's favored by 22 and a half. Crazy. I take Cincinnati in that one. For sure. <laughs> that seems low as hell. Yeah, I would say more like 29. I think we're going to get smacked. I like Miami, but Cincinnati's line. trying to be There's like, we want to go to the playoffs. So they're probably going to come out and just try to annihilate us. If they beat you like a clean 70-0, to zero, it's like, maybe that we should. You know, that was a great game. Yeah. And then they like come out and barely beat somebody by one because they fumble on their, like, goal line or something right 
It's like, well, UC should have lost that. It's Notre like, Dame on Sunday, Doge. Kind of really like that. Sunday night. That's yep. a that's a big time watch it with Grandpa. It's the uh, the last one before the NFL starts up. So they got to get that prime time Sunday. Absolutely, yeah. Get the slot while you can. Did you already talk about the Chompers, the boys? Yeah, no, we've not. Gators. I mean, they're playing Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I mean, I not a good game. The Gators are gonna smoke them. Yeah, I at, would certainly hope so. At home, they were twenty three and a half. Yeah, I hope so. UNC Virginia Tech could get interesting. I also like that matchup too. Dude, the ACC gets down. A lot of good games know? this weekend, everybody. Yeah, it's in Virginia you want to talk Tech, about too, a... which is a tough place to play. Yes. Friday night, too? Yeah. Where? Virginia Tech. At Virginia Tech. Oh, uh, Boss Tech. Get down with the Hokies. Yeah, dude. A lot so of that, good matchups this weekend. Some of that 6 p.m. stuff? Oh, yeah. That's a weird hour. You know? Yeah. Huh. The weird hour. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's a weird hour to start the game at. I'd say if Notre Dame loses this weekend, their season is their championship hopes are over. So that would be one of the other teams I'd say is season is on the line. No, it'd be a tough one to come back from losing to unranked Florida State. Unless week Florida, one. Florida State would have to go on like an unbelievable run for the season. Oh, oh man, I can't believe they didn't catch that. <laughs> Does you got to peep your eyeballs on this, man? Coming soon. I love the alerts. That one's too good not to... We can't keep contained at that one. You'll know. I don't want you to be contained, because then I actually know when I need to look. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll... We will... Then we do a great that job. That is absolutely flagged, for sure. And, man... <gasps> yeah, dude. Oh. Almost had it. If you would have caught that, that would have been nuts. Did we figure out That's where the they're same at? same guy. Where are they at? Oh, man. Did you figure out where they're at? Sorry. Who? The team. The game day, guys. Yeah. I didn't. I missed it. Yeah, they're uh, Georgia. Georgia. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Duke's Mayo Classic is what is what that game is called. The Duke's Mayo Classic. That's unbelievable. Dang, we should have made signs for that. That stinks. All right, well, people, we will have game based signs at some point, but that we missed out on that one. Alabama Miami is the Chick Fil A kickoff game. All right, let's move on to the second quarter. So I was at this game, so I just I'll give you my perspective of the game here. Because hell is real, let me just tell you right now. It's real. FCC goes down one nothing to the crew late in the first first half. We get a nice of I'm talking really nice goal from Matarita to tie it up right before half. So like here we go, we're even. And we're in their building. It's brand new this year. You know, just like ours. It looks very similar to ours. Uh, ours obviously better. It's like so late in the half that like it could have been called at any they, time. For the he whistle. literally called it right after. Yeah. So like it was like buzzer beater almost type kick. Like last thing that happened in the half. Isaac Katanga comes in as a sub, makes a great play, scores a great goal, another great goal. First of all, Zeller Ryan's first goal for the crew was absolutely unbelievable on the free kick. Like, oh my gosh. Yep. 
wow, what a shot. Like, it might be one of those, like, top MLS goals for the season type thing. Especially because of the matchup that we were in. We go up 2-1, and I don't know who the hell started it. But I'm sitting with my buddy who's a crew fan, um, and he was like, he was, well, we were in the FC section, though, so he was, you know, he's kind of fairly neutral, but he was a, he's a crew guy. He's from Columbus. And we start chanting, we can't hear you, in their building. And I turned to my buddy, shouts out to Duncan. I said, Duncan, we're going to lose this game now, I promise you. And he goes, what do you mean, dude? I'm like, we can't do that here. Like, I want to be, you know, a fan. I want to root and cheer. But we don't get to, we don't go to their place and start mocking them. Right. After we're up 2-1 and there's plenty of time left. And lo and behold, I can't even contain, I'm trying to be nice, but good gosh, Kenneth Vermeer, catch the damn ball. We would have won the game. But on two occasions, within ten minutes of real time each other, two minutes of game time, because there was a lot of celebration, there's two balls that bounced right off of his chest and fell perfectly to a Columbus Crew striker, who probably should have been marked. So let's give some marks to the defense there. They should have been, you know, marking up. But they probably also expected their keeper to catch a ball that seemed like... I'm not going to say anybody could have caught it. But, I mean, like it seemed like both of those were catchable balls. But when you try to catch it with your chest and not your hands, you'll never catch anything. He just whiffed on that one, dude. Maybe he just got unlucky. Whatever. Either way, man. Uh, I can't do it anymore. We're down. We lose 3-2 because we can't catch the ball. And we like everything else about our game was great. We played. We looked good. We defended fairly well. We gave up a lot of shots. But that's like kind of what we do. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm telling you, like I said, as soon as we started chanting, we can't hear you. I was like, this is, we're buffoons to be doing this. I didn't know about the chant. Because it wasn't loud enough, because it was just like, we were a little section up there. It's a bit of a jinx. It's a massive jinx. (laughs) Massive. How much of that did you catch, Doge? I didn't catch any of the game at all. I was actually at the... <clears throat> the Indians game that night. Oh, sure. Nice. And I'm just getting notifications on my, my watch popping up. Oh, uh, that's cool. Cool. This 1-0. I'm that's like, man. Brutal. And then it shows the stoppage time goal right before half of FC scoring. And I was like, oh, man, that's sweet. Yeah. That goal was so beautiful. It was coming right at us because we were behind the goal. I mean, oh. <laughs> that was a, what, a mo- what a moment. Then we go up. That was a great moment. And I thought, man, this is crazy. But then I also thought in my head that we have to hold them. And then as soon as I saw the 2-2 line, I looked over at my friend next to me, and I said, we lost. And I just stopped looking at my alerts. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I said, as soon as they start coming back, we just can't ever turn it back on somebody. So did you... We don't have the Uno reverse card. We never get dealt the Uno reverse card. Did you end up going... can't throw it back at somebody. Sorry. Did you end up going to watch the goals? I saw Moderitas. That's the only one I saw. You need to watch them all because you will feel the disgust (laughs) that I have. Like, I am furious. I saw the scoreline and just was sick and just didn't want to see anything from it. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just put it this way. 
We, oh man, I can't believe I'm even going to say this because I freaking like the guy. But if Yop starts for Mir next game, I think he has to be fired. Because we clearly lost that game because we can't catch the ball from our keeper. Yeah. I mean, is that what your thoughts are there or no? We just can't. Like, we, I, we can't keep playing this guy. We can't expect something to change. He doesn't catch the There's ball. There's a reason why he wasn't picked up from his other team and then he was able to be signed by us. There's a reason why we lose so many games off of shots like this. It's not I, like he's horrible either. Like he's not bad, but like he has some amazing plays. But that is such a big, glaring hole for me, or at least like I notice it so much. And maybe that's just something I'm stuck on. Like to but. the point where I never see him distribute the ball from his hands. Like I never see him throw it out. He does something. Like. I just never see him actually have a save. You know what I mean? Like, it's always, like, a clearance, like, from the, like, defense or him. Because he doesn't catch the ball. That's my point, is that, like... Very rarely rarely does he catch the ball, I guess I should say. So, yeah, man, it's just disappointing because I literally, like, um, spectated the whole time, like, and I was, like, announcing it to like my mom about what was going to happen before it happened and I complained about him before any of the goals and then I was like look there's the there's the first goal like okay like that was a great shot cuz she was like why he is that guy He was not going to be able to save that the Zeller nothing to do with him nothing. but she was asking why is that guy keep taking his, the shots because he missed the first one just before that, that. legendary and then I was like because he's probably going to hit the next one because he he did it against us last year too yeah and then the next one goes in, and I go, see? And I go, that was an absolutely perfect shot. She goes, oh, okay. Like, and then it just continued from there. Yeah, we gave him another then, chance in the same exact spot. It's like, it was this like, guy's it was too so good not to hit that. That was so stupid. That's what he does. Um, yeah, so that was tough. But overall, man, I mean, both games against them, we've been able to have a lead. We just can't keep it. They could not be any more of a big brother to our, like, we are such a little brother to them, man. It's unbelievable. It is like, silly. We're like, ha-ha, like, we can't hear you. you know? We're in your stadium. We're up to uh, And they're like, you buffoons think that we actually give a crap <laughs> that you're up to one Like, we're going to score two more goals and beat you because we don't care because we're actually a championship-caliber freaking team. And we're like, we're not right now. But yeah. I don't know if they're going to be playing this weekend. But a lot of new faces coming in to FCC. Right back Chris Duvall could be yeah. getting some minutes. Tyler Blackett was training with the team, guys. That's exciting. Get Nick Agland out of there, even though he's had a, you know, a halfway decent season. But upgrading, upgrading that position will be nice, no matter what. <clears throat> um, gosh dang, there's somebody... Oh, center midfielder Kyle Scott. Also in camp I believe as well so like there could be some new faces that could really bolster our team make us a bit more legitimate and then maybe add some of these other guys to solidify our bench which I know we've talked about like we have to be doing something different with our bench and we still do the same stuff but Atanga did come in make a great play our bench I thought did well in the the crew game that was the first time I've ever seen him adjust to like yeah something like Elson, someone else, like doing something else by putting somebody else in. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, we nice. didn't just get the Vasquez. We didn't get the Vasquez switch. And it uh, rewarded him, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, that was, like, cool. Like, I'm glad that, like, gave him that, like, positive feedback to, like, do things like that, hopefully, yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Which was kind of my take of, like, okay, this is how I hope it goes, you know? Of course like, not, though. Right. Any thoughts on those new faces or anything else about FC before we move on to halftime, boys? I'm a big fan of Duvall. <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think he'll be nice. I think Blackett's going to be good, too. He also sent a tweet that I absolutely loved saying that Joe Burrow was his quarterback. He loves, you know, he loves Joe Burrow, basically. I was yeah. all in. Yeah. City of the Yeah, <laughs> we need that. Baby. We need that. Um, ooh, okay, let's move on to halftime here. Um... Dallas, we're passing to you for the clubhouse stuff. Right back. Yeah, so look us up on social media. Facebook, The Clubhouse. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, clubhouse underscore TCSN. Clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network. Sure. Dill, where can we do the uh, Cheap Seats stuff? All right. (laughs) So... I'm going to do Facebook first. The Cheap Seats Network. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You hear me? Yep. It's so quiet. This is like a very quiet halftime. Like, no one's, you know, giving me any sort of banter. No, the banter is coming up now when you come up with some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Banter. That's right. That's right. We're that's locked right. in. We're locked in trying to get. Okay. 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 I got you. I got you. And then, Twitter's at the underscore cheap underscore seats. The artist formerly known as TCSN. Sure. That's sure. It. So, any possible. Ideas of what it is. It's a good one, guys. The way you're laughing right now makes me think that it's just the dumbest SN ever. No, no, it's a good one, guys. Trust me. You're the worst. No. Um. All right, I'll give you a hint. I've got one. If Doge, I was, I've got one locked and loaded. Like just go. Sh- sh- oh, you're go. ready. You're locked and loaded. September okay. 9th. That's way too good. Stiff nuts. Ooh. Stiff nuts. Yeah. How did you even think of? No. <laughs> SN obviously stands for Settings Navigator. Of course. Oh, yeah. Like, you're so good at browsing through, like, your settings pages on your phone or computer, mm-hmm. you know, helping people out, trying to right. sort through their settings. Yeah, uh, someone says, oh, where do I go on my phone to fix this or do this? And you say, oh, it's right here. You're the Settings Navigator. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. TC SN Settings Navigator. 
Clubhouse underscore TC settings navigator. Yep. Settings. Settings. Because you do all of them. Okay. I, I Very inclusive okay. of what okay. you do with it. Okay. Sure. Because you're able to navigate through it. So, anyway, pretty simple stuff. Uh, can't believe that you guys haven't gotten any of these yet. But, honestly, I think that if uh, you guys did these... I think we need to have these, you start writing them down first. If you, I, I put them in my phone, so... I don't know about you. I think every time I come out with heat that's so fire that Dill's just like... I gotta just swerve so hard off of what I was gonna do because mine's gonna stink. And then he just comes up with these weird ass... No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think they're very weird, you know? No, they just don't... The hints don't ever hint. Uh, no, the I hints mean... don't hint. There's, there's just no rhyme or reason to it, you know? It's just, uh... Exactly. It, there it is just, no rhyme or reason. That's, that's a good It's way just the it. vibe with it, you know? It's whatever the vibe at the time that I'm, you know, thinking of some sort of... What kind of words... Your mind is not... a scary place. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, so... I think that if you guys did this by episode, how long have I been doing this? Wow, I gotta find the original. I don't know. I don't know. It's you been a long that. time, right? You gotta find that for episode 100. Try to yeah. recap. Try to recap all the SNs. Oof, that's gonna be dumb as hell. We're gonna have to do a Mount Rushmore of SNs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you gotta get them all. Oh boy, that's gonna be yeah, a we'd have fun to pull project. <clears throat> That'd be great. Oh man, this is gonna be gold. All right. All right. Good stuff. If you didn't order any merchandise, you're out of luck right now. Sorry. Order's in. It's been placed. People who did, thank you very much. Stuff will be coming. We're going to figure out how to get that shipped to you. Um, it's still uh, arriving to us as well. It's being processed. That's very exciting. If you want to order some merch, we'll be doing another order sometime soon here, but we're going to wait till we get this first order shipped out uh, and ready to go and then we'll do another one probably here around you know I don't know what Halloween-ish time you know Thanksgiving time maybe get yourself some Christmas gifts for the fam friends but uh that being said thank you again people who ordered the merch we appreciate it your stuff I know you're gonna love the stuff it's gonna be good so yeah it's been it's been quality so far man yeah yeah definitely oh yeah alright let's go on here to our third quarter Giving everybody a little fantasy help here before the season starts next week. We got a little boom bust sleeper keeper. Um, so sleeper keeper, obviously somebody who's going to be slept on for sleeper keeper. Somebody who you would, if you're in a keeper league, keep or somebody who is going to be a high, high draft pick. Um, a boom is somebody who you think is just going to have a great season. It doesn't have to be someone who's a sleeper. It could just be anybody. Um, and then a bust, obviously somebody who you think is going to be a high pick that will not have a great season. So um, <clears throat> let's just give maybe two of each, one of each to start at least. But uh, let's go sleepers first. Dill, you got a sleeper for us? Yeah. Uh, honestly, Yeah. big old Jamie boy, Jameis Winston. Yeah, could be a sleeper. Big sleeper. Be a sleeper. He throws a. I mean, he has a lot of yards. He led the league in yards last time he started for the Bucks the entire year. Granted, the rest of their team wasn't very good, but their pass offense was pretty good, minus the interceptions. Hopefully, between the LASIK that he had and uh, you know being under Sean Payton, he'll be able to 
uh, you know, produce at a, a little bit more of an efficient level as far as the turnover production. So uh, definitely look out for him as far as just, you know, if you maybe even go number one. But if you aren't, I'm saying if you aren't taking a quarterback for, like, rounds, like, he could be somebody who's, like, dangling down there that is still another starting quarterback, you know. I miss what um, said. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So. I like that one. Definitely the sleeper portion of it. Yeah. Doge, you got one for us here? I've got a couple sleepers. Are we throwing one out? Are we throwing doubles out? You got two. Why don't you hit them with it? <clears throat> I guess, Dill, do you have a second while we're here? I, I mean, I are we just going around? Just in case. Uh, I can give one and then give another. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll see, you know, if we run out. We'll go on to the next stat. My first one is Randall Cobb returning to Green Bay. Aaron okay. Rodgers specifically asking about him. Mm. So, if your quarterback that had been sitting out for a while is like, you know, go get someone like Randall Cobb, and they do, you got to imagine he's throwing them the ball. I like Going that late in a lot of in a lot of drafts. And I think out. he's going to get a significant amount of production. See, so. yeah, I I also like it, but I just feel like sometimes that second marriage isn't always as sweet as it should be. So he asked for him. It's like I the know. final dance type. But it doesn't he mean wants to bring him home. I'm with you. I'm with you, Dodge. I like that one. We'll see. Um, I think this is a sleeper. I don't know how many people are. I mean, some people might be on this guy, so like maybe it's not a sleeper. So I might have to retool this here. Could be like a boom. Yes, I'll save it for the boom. I'm I'm walking it back. Don't worry, he'll be in the he'll be in here. For the <clears throat> sleeper, um, obviously it might not be as much of a sleeper now because of the Etienne injury. But James Robinson for down in Jacksonville, you know he's gonna get all yes. those touches and all those carries now. He was gonna be you know probably a decent part of the offense and be a sleeper a little bit. Now he might be a big time sleeper. Um, or it could be the reverse, unfortunately, where people are starting to take him up, up higher because of the Etienne injury. But I still think you can get him for some good value in your drafts because he's not, you know, one of those primary main, main running backs. So James Robinson there. Dill, you got another sleeper? I think eventually it could turn into a sleeper. Uh, Najee Harris, uh, Harris with... Sleeper? Yeah. You don't think he's... You think he's not a sleeper? I mean, I guess. But he's the Steelers just like are a, having a down he's year. He's just like a top like, two-round guy, though. Like That's not necessarily a sleeper guy to me. That'd be more of a boom. Okay. All right. Dush, what are you weigh on the counseling of that? I'm sorry? Do you think Nashi's a sleeper or more of a boomer? I don't think he's much of a sleeper. He's been going very early in That's a lot what of I'm drafts, saying. I think he's going to play well. That's what I'm saying. Huh. He's going, like, first round sometimes. Crazy. I mean, not, right. like, in ours, but All right. some people's. I don't know, because there's kind of hype around a lot of people that changed and stuff, and, like, I don't know, as far as sleepers, I guess. That's all right. You can pass. Yeah. Josh? Everyone's counting out Josh Jacobs mm. for the Raiders. He is going to And I think he's he's going to be leading the backfield. He's rushed for at least 1,000 yards in each of his NFL seasons. Another Alabama running back. 
People are saying with Kenyon Drake coming in, yeah, like that he's going to lose a lot of production. But I think this is Josh Jacobs' backfield, and I think he's still going to have a really productive year. But he's dropped in value in a lot of places I've been looking. So it it's kind of interesting. I think he's still going to have a pretty good year. So keep an eye out for Josh Jacobs. I'm with you there. Um, this might be more of a deep sleeper. Ooh. But I think Giovanni Bernard is going to click very well with Tom Brady. Yeah. And I, I think, think so that too. could be a really nice you know, flex or late late running back that you get that could be worth some really nice points some at some value. point in the season. Some yeah. very, yeah, as you would say in, in the gambling business, some good value there, gentlemen. Giovanni Bernard is the type of running back that Tom's been able to win with for so many years. And he's uh, with so like good the at Deion Lewis's and the Rex Burkheads of the world. Like Giovanni Bernard kind of fits that bill. He's and so good at blocking, I, too. I do see him having a good amount of success down there in Tampa, so I'm happy for Gio. At least I did not have him on the roster this year, but yeah. I agree with you, T. That's a good call. Um, okay, let's move on to our keepers then. So some people more like Najee Harris there. Uh, I guess he might be more of a keeper than a boom. Well, he might be a boom. Who knows? It's up to you. But somebody like that who's in the early round, who's somebody who's a quality player, who's not necessarily a sleeper, but somebody who you think is just going to have a good season, um, or somebody who you'd keep in a keeper league as like one of your top top picks. Dill? Oh, Crazy. I think this is what I'm actually going to do in my league is uh, keep Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I drafted him in one. the ninth round last year, so I oh, yeah. him for the seventh round. That's a good one. So, like, that one's, like, one of the best, like, young drafts. I mean, back when Calvin uh, Ridley was, like, low-key, I got yeah. him on, like, um, like, super good value as far as, like, drafts and stuff like that. Sure, like, always sure. picked him up off, like, waivers and stuff, but... Yeah, now these guys are known, and it's difficult to pick these little guys up, so i got to start over on my recruiting. and That's a good one, though. Get familiar. Doge? So, in my one keeper league that I have, I've been able to keep this guy two years in a row. It'll be the last year I'll be able to keep him. So, hoping he, he finishes out strong. But, Derrick Henry. I knew that was coming, guys. Two years ago, I drafted him in the fifth round of our keeper league with Trev, friend of the pod that he threw together, yeah. um, and kept him in the third round last year, and this year I'm still keeping him with the 12th pick of the first, because I know he's not making it that far. So. No chance he's making it that far. Yeah, that's a good So that's uh, a good I'm holding on to him for one last time. Talk about value. Jeez. Three years. It'll of- be a good run. It'll be a good run. Yeah, and if you guys don't remember, Doge uh, did go undefeated in this league last year. Ridiculous. And pretty much stomped on everyone. I mean, your team was so stupid. It was like... My team last year... <laughs> what? Yeah, I'll give a rundown because it's just wild. I had Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, Derek Henry, Tyreek Hill, Tyler Lockett, <laughs> Stephon Diggs... Oh, my God, dude. TJ Hawkinson and Hayden Hurst with tight ends. It was disgusting. Yeah, how did you get everyone? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, how did that league let you do that? One week because one of my guys was on a bye, and he would just go off for, like, 30 points that week. Yeah. It was just the perfect storm. It was. Yeah, you don't get to go 13-0 and not run across some of those 
But you have like the least amount of transactions uh, in the league over the course. It's all of about the draft, baby. I know. I'm it's a big draft person. I think I'm second or third in transactions. <laughs> so I'm right there. Well, like fewest. Oh, so, and fewest. So, so oh, I'm nice, right there. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Then you agree with me? Yeah, it's all about the draft. Yeah. Shouts out to Nick Chagan, who always says, "You can't win at the draft." <laughs> That's so awesome. Funny. He always says that. Does he ever win? <laughs> He's not won yet. He hasn't won yet. So, I guess yeah. Those proving him wrong. You can make some transactions here and there, and those will certainly help your cause. But you got to have that strong base. Oh yeah, I gotta have a strong base. Um, and you can't really get any trades in this league, by the way. Like, <clears throat> it's tough. This league, I mean, unless somebody's getting completely, you know, one-sided, it's not happening. So, I'm gonna say. Tyler Murray for my keeper. Yes. Someone who's young, got a lot of upside, a lot of rush yards there, going to have a good arm, added some receivers there, going to have a good season. I think a quality, quality keeper. Yeah. Kyler. Dill, what about you? That was a good one. Um, All right. If you can... I would say give it another year with uh, Chris Godwin down in Tampa. Pretty good one, yeah. He was a little bit hurt last year um, with his hands. So, you know, with that being wide receiver, you know, Tom still has some spice on those on those balls, you know? Mm-hmm. So. There's no doubt. Spicy balls. He can spin them. But I would say Chris uh, Godwin for sure. sure. Doge? Tampa. One more keeper? I mentioned him a little bit earlier, but Stefan Diggs. Yeah. He was out of his mind last year, and I think he's just going to continue to go up, especially as Josh Allen continues to gain more poise. Um, and in some, some drafts, he's dropping to, like, the – almost the late third round depending on how many teams are in your league some you know early mid third rounds but if you can get him in the third he's going to play a lot better than that pick in my opinion so mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's a good one I see Stefan Diggs being really good this year really really good um I'll stick with QBs um and I think after this year it'll be our guy Doge but for right now it's that guy out in LA Justin Herbert I think you can get oh, yeah. him. I think you can get him at a decent, you know, rate, and he's uh, could have a good season. Everybody loves talking about him. Um, there's a chance he could have a sophomore slump, but I think he'll have a good season uh, with the Chargers there. New coach, new offense there, uh, could be exciting, and definitely worth maybe uh, getting a little keeper action. Um, Dill, you give me a boom. Okay, what's uh, Poom again? Somebody you think is going to have a great season this year. I'll go first. You ready? Sure. Josh Allen is going is a massive boom for me this year. Okay. I think he's going to be the MVP. I think the Bills are going to be nasty. I think he's going to sling that rock all over the place. 
and it's going to be very exciting. Hmm. I also have him in my most important fantasy league. <laughs> that's why I took him, because I think he's going to have that kind of year. So that's the level of boom. Can I go with a set of teammates? It's like a one-two punch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that legal, Doge? Sorry, what? Dill wants to take two picks instead of one and break the rules because he's Dill. Wow, okay. <laughs> wow. Now we'll make an exception for what you. What a way to time. phrase that. Well, the true OGs know. All right. I would say both. <laughs> I think Green Bay uh, is going to have another good year. So I'd say both Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Sure. Definitely okay. booms. They have some absolute boom. monster Just games. a Packer boom. They have some big games, dude. They have single-handedly won me games. One they can game. also do it for you. So, Doge, let, it be, let it be fun you. Fun fact there, in the, in the Copus Dynasty League that just started this year, we had our draft last night. It was 21 rounds. My gosh. And Alex G., Packers fan, had the opportunity to take Vontae... And Aaron Jones. He didn't. And he didn't do it. He didn't take Devontae. That's interesting. Huh. Of all the people to take. He had, he had the wrath. He could have taken them both right there. I would have so taken Devontae at least. Who did he take? Yeah. Oh, man. I got to pull up the draft board. Oh, don't I worry. Know. He took instead of Devontae. I'm going to stats team that. Yeah, we'll get back. All right, so. Do you have a boom while you're there? Before, yeah, before I stats team, though, my boom is Jonathan Taylor. Ooh. For the Colts. And Ed's like going to love this. Shouts out to Ed, man. <clears throat> Coach Reich and all the players at training camp have come out and said that Jonathan Taylor was far and away the best offensive player at their training camp. Ooh. He's turning a lot of heads. I think I see a big year for him in the AFC South. That's so exciting. keep an eye out for Jonathan Taylor. I took him in the first round yesterday. I've got... Wow. I've got... Sure. Big value on him. I think he's going to be a stud this year. So I took him early. But wow. Big boom for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, if you have a guy that you like and you see him on the board still, you got to take him. You just no got to trust your gut. Yep. Exactly. Take, you take, take your guys. guys. Yeah. Take your guys. Or else you'll be pissed. Yep. And you'll be thinking about see somebody else winning games and against they'll have, Yeah, they'll have one game where they <laughs> down, like they do really well and you're like, man. I think this is a certified lock at a boom. Like, Ooh. there's no way, unless injury bug comes to bite this man once again, which would be such a shame. There's no way he has a bad season. I think I have an understanding of where you're going with this. Matthew Stafford yeah. Yeah. is going to light it up in L.A. I cannot wait to see it. He's finally got a good team around him, mm-hmm. a good organization, a good coach, some weapons, a decent run game. Like, he is finally going to get to show off his arm and his ability to run plays and run offense. I think this is going to be a very exciting year for Matt Stafford and the L.A. Rams. Dill, thoughts? Yeah, that's who I was going to say. So, oh, boom, I took your boom. That's why I, that's why I was saying yeah. I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. <clears throat> um, so I'm with you. You have another boom, or do you want me to? I can strum up another, possibly, I'm sure. I have some busts. Those you have another boom? Oh, I... Or no, you did. We did two busts. 
I, I had a boom. I'm stats teaming G's picks right now, but my phone is being very slow. We'll go bust. We'll go bust over here. Dill. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I got it. He's got it. He took AJ Brown instead. Huh. Um. Questionable. Devontae Adams went right well, after. He took AJ Brown and Aaron Jones. And then the next I guy. I would have taken Devontae Adams and AJ Brown. The next guy. Well, I don't know about the key. I don't know about this dynasty rules and stuff. From Mitch and Mitch. Yeah, maybe. I guess Devontae is going to be a free agent. Hmm. Yeah. You know, he's not certain that he's coming back. Or we're going to have a good quarterback after this. It's still questionable. But, uh, I'm with you on the questionable for sure. Okay. Shouts out to G. Give me a bust there, Dill. Alright, so... Or you have a boom, Dosh. Did you ever get that out? I'm thinking... That. And this is a bit more of a sleeper, but I'm, I'm giving it a boom just because I'm biased. Come on now. T. Higgins, bro. T. Higgins! T. Higgins is gonna boom this year. I think he's gonna be Joe's guy. Yes. And I think that'll be a great little rivalry for Jamar Chase to get a fire under his ass because he needs it. I'm excited to see what the receivers do for these Huda boys. Me too. I think I'm going to go to that uh, Vikings game. You should. I gotta, I'm got. i sport. I can't wait for my sports week the next, next week. It's going to be exciting. Save it for the pod next week. But... Uh, Bust for me over here. Um, dang, I wasn't really thinking about the bust. I need to. I need to. Uh-oh. I'm gonna go. Um. Teddy Bridgewater, and just like the Broncos in general, I just Ooh. I don't know if they're gonna be too great this year. I think their defense is gonna be solid. But I don't know if those guys are going to be great for fantasy, per se. Mm-hmm. I think they might win some games, but I don't know if they're going to be scoring a bunch of points. Yeah, Teddy's not really a fantasy guy. No. No, not at all. I don't think what Denver has is going to turn him into it either. So Maybe that's amazing. Maybe he's not a bust then if he's already not too high of a, a guy. I'm interested. I'll go. I'll give you a better one. <laughs> so to scratch that. I don't necessarily think he'll be a super bust, but I'm interested to see what Julio Jones is going to do down there in Tennessee. Yeah. There you go. Because, be... like, A.J. Brown is a beast, man. So I don't know. I don't know if Julio's going to get all those touches, but I think... Or, like, who's going to get the touches? So it'll be interesting to see... A.J. Brown. Like, one of those guys... He's, he's there, right? Or did he leave? He's there. Corey Davis left. Yeah, yeah, Where did he go again? Jets. Okay. I knew he went up northeast. Um, Sorry. One of those guys is going to probably be a bust, and I just don't think it'll be A.J. Brown. That's my point. But it could be. Dill? I mean, Tannehill could just be slinging the rock, dude. He could be Freaking a bust, too. With D. Henny. Just out here slinging the rock. King Henry tractor seat though out there just swinging. Going. All right, so this guy definitely had a pretty good, uh, you know, career so far. 
I'm gonna say bust for DK Metcalf. What? What? I just don't think you he's gonna have boy. you wild a crazy boy. year. Because no. he's like he's, he's hyped up to be so good. I'm just saying that I don't think that it's gonna be anything. Dost left. He couldn't even handle. Dose he left. could not even handle. He left. He couldn't even handle it. He's he like, I'm out of here. He left. He probably took DK in his first pick. All right. I, is it? Oh, Chris Olave with a I'll nice need that. study right there. Um, is that just the uh, end of the pod then? I don't think so. Is his phone dead? Like, what happened? I don't know. I think he's just pissed. Just try to get him back, but I'll Doge is unhappy. I'll pause it. Somehow. I don't know if I hung up or what. But yeah, We're back. Doge could not I handle. So he, I say so you couldn't even pick. handle the DK slander. No. I wasn't going to have it in this FaceTime call. I had to get to a different one. Makes sense. We believe it. I just don't think he's going to be a, an absolutely uh, standout fantasy player this year. That's that's fair. We'll see. I'm a bit worried about the Seahawks offense, but just like not him. What like where would you rate him? Like top five, top ten wide receiver? Like where in the Definitely NFL? Definitely top ten. I need to think about top five, but could be. So if he he's scored, a machine, if man. he scored outside of the top ten in like points overall for That'd the season, bust. would he be a bust? Or how far? Like no, that's what I'm saying. Like because that's just like a little bit of an off season. A bust if he scored out of like the top fifteen. Okay. Because I think he's going to have either where he doesn't really advance or he has a little bit of a decline from where he's at. I guess that's kind of – if you're if you're putting that bust level on it, I guess. That's why I was saying I think he'll a have bust. a decent season. Because I would, I would say that you should expect more out of him. Sure. Gotcha. So you're saying still productive year, not the year everyone's expecting him to have. Right. And that, it, to me, that's, that's like fair. being a bust. Yeah. And I could see that happening. That's but who knows? I, I, I don't necessarily Russ, think it's going to, but let's I could say, see it. Let's say Russ doesn't come out blazing hot. I'm worried and he doesn't that, get those early games in. I'm worried, weirdly enough. Like, oh, this is such a weird thing. Not like I'm worried, but like, you don't call out your offensive line in football. Like, that's just something that people just don't do. It's like, I just don't know what their offense is going to be like. Like, maybe that'll just like go whatever water under the bridge. He, he smooths it over. But that is something that you just don't do. So right. I'm interested to see if that has any impact or not. Yeah. But. Okay, Doge, you got another bust? I do. What do you got for it's, us? It's. Who is it? <laughs> it's David Montgomery. Yeah. Who? David Montgomery. Bears running back. Yeah, dude. What? He goes like. He goes like third round. Sometimes fourth round, but he just—I've never been big on him, and I hope Justin Fields does well when he eventually comes in. Andy Dalton starting quarterback right now for the Bears, and I just don't see it. I don't see it with the team that they have, and with him at the helm, I just—it's nah, not not for me. No, it's not working. Well, I'm not a Bears fan. Not working. That's out. crazy coming from a Bengals fan, but. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Um, I'm going Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, for sure. I just don't think people get down with his TikToks in, in Pittsburgh anymore. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think he only signed a one-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. So 
I don't know if he'll be around in Pittsburgh after this year, and I think he'll have a down year, and that'll play into that. So maybe he'll just really try to ball out. He's been. It could be like the farewell tour for Ben. He's going to ball out and try a contract year, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't really. He's going to TikTok. He's he's going to TikTok regardless of win or loss. He was he was a better fantasy player uh, earlier in his career. Now he's like pretty good at blocking, so he gets a lot of. Uh, Yeah, when he was like a sneaky receiver, when they had the other guys, like, but now he's their one, and he's just like getting locked up. For I mean, not like really, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm with you. Um. I think that's it, right, for our fantasy segment, correct? I have a bust. One more bust. One more bust. I was gonna say I've got I've got one more bust. Oh, yeah. All right, Dosh, let me let me wrap it up so you can go first. Okay. I do not think that Dak Prescott is gonna be good this year. I'm glad that you picked a different one that was pretty good. That's a I think, that's a good one for sure. I think the injuries coming back. He's going to be a little in his head. It was a gruesome leg injury last year. He has also had shoulder problems now. And I think that's just going to be tough. And I also feel like the hard knocks distraction probably didn't help in camp either. Yeah, I don't think that was good for them. I'm a conspiracy theorist when it comes to the hard knocks. I like that. About what? I just feel like it's a bit of a distraction for the team that's hosting it that year. Oh, See, what I think is that Dak's ankle is actually a little bit sore. And ankle? Oh, okay. Not like his, his shoulder, like, like they're saying. Yeah, like his like ankle, foot, leg that he had issues with. And it's not actually his shoulder. But they don't want other teams to know that he's still like vulnerable if you get around his feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you can just pressure him around his feet. And that's totally something I could see Jerry pulling off. You know, just some sort of, like, small little, like, well, we'll just come on and try to get these guys. And, uh, you know, uh, if we if we tell them it's his ankle, they're going to know what's going on. Sure, sure. So, yeah, Jerry had some with the old, we don't got to tell them nothing they don't need to know. Our accents for Jerry could not be more different. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not touching that. <laughs> if we tried I don't have a good Jerry wow. in the bag. That's and we cool. probably... And neither of them actually sound like Jerry, so it's fine. I think mine did. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dale, you're up. Alright. Last bust. So, this is going to be uh, something that could also be a boom, but I think for this year, Bust City. That is Flag Massive City. Flag. Go ahead. Trevor Lawrence, dude. Really? I do not think that him and the Jags are going to be... Their offense... I'm not saying they're going to be great. Their offense looked bad the two games I watched. I mean, they do not have good players around him. No. It does not help to have ETN hurt. Yeah, dude. I really liked him going there. I liked that in the draft. That was was something I liked. I'm with TJ. I do think James Robinson's good, but that... It's not enough. They have no line. He, they're going to just get points, but they're not going to be a good team. I, dude, he just has no line. He might not, he get, any, like he might not get any points because you know, he's going to make people throw to. Yeah. 
I think they're going to hand it off and do a lot of runs with him, though. But I'm with you. I don't think he'll have a They're going to have to win in, like, low-scoring games. He's not going to have a Justin Herbert-type season, I, I don't think. Do you think? No. Do you think? Uh, I don't think so either. Do you think Urban is done he's after gone this year? Mid-season. Mid-season. He's done. He oh can't handle God. the losing. They're gonna go zero and six. He's gonna get a headache, and then Ohio State's gonna fucking pick six. This excuse my language, Mrs. Wagner. They didn't <laughs> actually though. Um, I seriously, he can't handle the losing. He could barely handle losing like two games at Ohio State. Five in Florida. And they're and not going to win any games. They're gonna, I don't think they're going to be good. So, like, I don't know how that goes well with Herb. No, it'll be... It's it's always a tough transition switching levels. Yeah. I hope he does well. I really do. I mean, they're going to give him probably... If he lasts through the year, he'll get some time. Like, they'll give him some time to build up his roster. But, like, I just think that he will not want to deal with it. I think they have, one, they have one guy out of the 22 that started for them back in the uh, playoffs in 2017. I thought they got rid of him, too. Oh, really? I'm not sure about that, but I thought they did. They have one or none. No, uh, they have the linebacker, I think. So, the I don't know, who, man. The guy like, who, like, did they fumble a, or fumble. They had a really good defense. They did. And, then they just and they pissed off all their good players. And they and couldn't do them. anything. They got rid of everyone, dude. Yeah. They went full process tank mode. Yep. Let's see if it pays off. All right, let's move on here. Fourth quarter, Mount Rushmore of best stadiums in sports here. This is going to be a very exciting one. Um, you know, this could be, I guess you could do courts. You could do, you know, rinks, if you will, Dill. Um, just any type of arena, place you want to watch sports, or you'd want to get a ticket to. So uh, I don't know how we want to do this order, um, but Doge, you get to go first. Wow! Yeah, uh, just giving it. Yeah, why not? Wow! Taking the number I mean, one overall for I free. I want to see what he's got. You know, I want to see what he's got at number heat? one. Yeah. The Swamp, baby. Sure. Yes. One of the toughest places in all of college football to go and play. And it's home my my Florida Gators. So, I'm taking the Swamp number one overall. It was an awesome atmosphere when we went on the Dude, on the that was fun. Trip. That was very fun. So, I love the Swamp. That will be my number one. Dill, you want to go next or you want to wrap? <laughs> I can wrap. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I will go with Yankee Stadium. Oof. Yeah. Legendary place. Crowd's always wild. Playoff That's game there pick. is unmatched. So much historic stuff there. Obviously, new stadium now, but the, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of history there, a lot of great games you know it's going to be a good game when you go see a, a game at yankee stadium or it's going to, there's going to be something high profile going on even if it's just the yankees themselves so yankee stadium number one for me there that's a good pick t thank you man okay so oh yeah baby come on all right i think somewhere that i really wanted to go and i still want to go to is to like check out Seattle 
uh, Seahawks for like a Ooh. Monday night, Sunday night playoff game, and just Being like a part of the twelfth man there, just be pumping with that crowd. That would be something that uh, I don't know. That would be fun. It's always sure. sick. Uh, you got two though, buddy. Yeah. I'm trying to think of which one I want to go with. Ooh. What somebody's not going to take. Yeah, I'm wondering what I can save and what I can't. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to go a little little history as well. Um, somewhere where I want to go. I'm going to take this. I don't know if you're going to do this one or not, T, but um, <laughs> Fenway. I was not, but I thought about That's it That's a good one. Sure. I mean, I would like to go. There. Have to go to Fenway at some point, dude. Yeah. Definitely. I've been to Wrigley, so like, if I hadn't been to Wrigley, it would've been hard to choose between those two. But I had to had to do it. Now I wanted to get Yankee Stadium out of there because I thought it might have went because that's just a legendary spot. But yep. the Boston Garden, TD Garden, got to take it. Of course, Celtics home court. I, I almost mean, took that just so. I know. I thought it. I was like. I was pretty nervous about it. I almost took it first, for sure. But uh, excited to get there for the first time sometime soon here. Definitely going to go see KG's retirement. But I might get there before, beforehand once as well. But uh, definitely one of the best places to play a basketball game. Crowd's always good. Always got energy. So TD Garden there. Doge, you got two picks. So I'm going with a different garden. Ooh. No. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I was going to take it next. Ah. Yeah. So, Think of all the, not only having the Knicks games there, but obviously, you know, all the, like, crazy fights and everything throughout history, too, coming through there as well. Um, they've also got a train station right down below the garden, so. Uh, pretty cool spot to be. So I'll take that one. I would love to see a concert there. Yeah, that would be a blast. Good. That would be a blast. Um, the other one I'm yes. going back to football, though. Professional football. And I'm taking Arrowhead Stadium. With yep. the when I said the noise, that, somebody had to have thought about that. That place absolutely blows up. Yeah, they set records for sound. And I really like the pointy architecture in the upper level. So, all around, fan of Arrowhead Stadium. I'm sticking NFL, hitting you with a little bit of different there. I'm going Lambeau Field, baby. Place there that I've is. been. Yep. Awesome place. You can feel the history there. There, Excuse me. Um, really, really cool place to like see a game. Uh, I went for Thursday Night Packers versus Bears, which is awesome. A little rival reaction there. Um, unmatched energy in that place. That's when the Packers stomped on the Bears, right? Killed them. Absolutely killed them. Like got the rained first out. Quarter got rained out. Over. It was yeah. It was over right away. It was it was a cool game to be there, especially with the Packers fans just going nuts. Uh-huh. Cool stadium too, like very cool. Yeah, you can tell it gets cold there, for sure. <laughs> um, okay, Dill, you got two, final two. All right, so one of them I think is one of the I I will say I haven't been to the uh, most hockey arenas. Oh, ever, I have. I went to uh, Joe Louis Arena back up in Detroit before they uh, moved over to Little Caesars, and I've also been to Columbus 
Blue Jackets a few times now for Nationwide. Okay. But what is now known as Amelie Arena down in Tampa, that environment for, like, a playoff game is... I mean, it was something that, uh, it's just like a a great intro. They do a great job with the lights and the overall setting. Um, and the team's good. So when you're in the playoffs, typically your team's good. So that's a good one, Dill. I was a little snippet on that one first before we move on. (laughs) I was actually just today talking with some of my coworkers, um, talking about how different towns are like football towns or baseball towns or whatever we were saying Cleveland's definitely a football town but like Cincinnati's a baseball town and then one of my co-workers was from Tampa and he goes and Tampa's a hockey town yeah it's so crazy to think of but yeah they they really are well they've had the most success other than the Bucks yep and the Bucks uh struggled for a long time yeah so they've only been as good like only been good as long as the Lightning have been good. So it's like, they're probably pretty even. But um, my second one, or technically my fourth one, um, I'm going to be close to home as well. <laughs> and this is just like a, a nostalgic one. It's just like the the Trop, dude. It's just, it's like a cool little funky, like, what the hell you is this? You love the Trop, dude. People will, vote, the people will downvote you because you have the I love the Trop, They're man. Mount Rushmore of sportsmen. Hey. It's a little, it's a little uh, piece of history, boys. There's no doubt. You said it yourself, Dill. If you see your man in a draft and he's there. You gotta take it. You gotta take him. So I, guess I didn't think anyone was gonna take it, so that's why I waited, you know? I am... Absolutely oh, thrilled that I didn't take this one. That this one. has made it this far. My list is absolutely cream of the crop because we are adding now home of the greatest football club in the world, Manchester United, Old Trafford, dude. Who would not want to go see a game there and watch those guys and be a part of the fans chanting? I think that would be amazing. Now, recently bringing in, let's bring some news here. We'll add a little fun. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo re-signing with Manchester United. So that will be exciting to see him back there. So seeing him back in Old Trafford, oh, would be amazing. Doge, final one. T, you and I were on a very similar page. I almost went with two other soccer stadiums that I'm going to do honorable mention after this. Because mine is Wembley Stadium. Sure. Home of Chelsea, but also hosts to... Yeah, that does a bunch of stuff. I believe they had Olympic events when London hosted in 2012. New tennis there, right? They also have a lot of Champions League matches coming in and out of there. Yep. Euro matches, and it's just got a lot of history, too. No doubt. That's a a big one. Historic Wembley Stadium. Wembley. Um, honorable mentions that I was going to have for soccer stadiums instead were also going to be the Santiago Bernabeu, where Real Madrid plays. Yep. And then uh, TQL Stadium, baby. Home I'll also throw in there while we're on the topic. Home of the boys. Camp, Camp Nou of Barcelona. Have yeah. to. Yeah. And Signal Iduna Park from Borussia Dortmund. 
the Bayern Stadium is pretty sweet too. Allianz, yeah. Allianz, yeah. I think Signal Iduna Park has like the biggest like flat like wall, like Bailey section in in Germany. Sure. And it really is just an absolutely massive just wall of yellow. That would be fun to check out. Oh, I yeah, I've seen can, that. that. I think they can sick. pack 80,000 in there. That is sick. 80,000 in there? I think once we go there, and we maybe not as a whole unit, but maybe if we go, we should try to go. But I think the Mercedes-Benz where the Falcons play or the Atlanta yeah. United play, I think that For would be sure. a really cool stadium. Oh, it would be out. really cool to go over to one of those new ones. So I'd love or to the check one it. that the Raiders just built Raiders would be really cool to check out, With a nightclub inside? Yeah, shoot. Those are the modern... That. We might have to do that. Ones that don't have enough history to make it to the Rushmore yet. Right. Exactly. We haven't seen them enough yet. Yeah. Heard enough about them yet. Yeah. All right. Let's move. Uh, move Why don't on. Why you to... guys just name off thirty different stadiums? Jeez. Well, we said on this honorable. The Rushmore's over, Dill. If you have any other honorable mentions, yeah. you can throw them out there too. No, I always get roasted for cheating and taking too many. So. Well, we did have to make a special rule for you earlier in the sleepers and and boom and bust so you know the draft was over though you do it in the draft <laughs> it's way different than no. like when that's been wrapped up like these picks I don't, don't count these are honorable mentions you try to make the picks count are you saying that are you saying that these are not honorable he options? doesn't think so he's Should actually saying he's actually saying they're not honorable mentions that is what he's no. saying they're just they're not mentioned. on the rush board they're not going to make the graphic if you don't listen to the pod you don't even know who these people are exactly They'll never hear about the Bernabeu. Camp New. Giving them just a, a mention. And it's, you know, showing a little bit of honorable. Honorable. I've said my piece. We'll say it again because you got the buzzer beater, brother. You're up. Hit it. All right. Lock so, and loaded. Keeping it close to the chop. Wander Franco. Franco. Oh, yeah. My boy, Mr. Wonderful. He, within the next week, will have the uh, opportunity to, I believe, beat, at this point, the number of consecutive games of being on base. I can't find the updated number as of uh, tonight, but I double-check every night, and he has gotten on base every day that I've checked since the last time I know that he's continued this record so um as a rookie coming in as a 20 year old too you know he's definitely provided us uh you know a good spark and has helped lead the team to the success that we've had so far so um i i just enjoy having these guys while we have them they're kind of like the farm system for the mlb so even though we're also on a professional level we kind of our farm team to others. So very similar to the Reds and Indians, but I feel like we get a lot of prospects or do a lot of like little trades that we end up sending guys places and they yeah. just become big. Yes. Right. So Wander will definitely probably play somewhere else, but he's going to be sweet for you guys while he's there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we just have a fun team. Again, it's I know it's biased, but um, I watch them a lot, obviously, and they're just a fun team, very similar to the the Lightning. How they're just like a fun team to vibe with and 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 root for, and hopefully uh, get a World Series. I mean, that would be 
be huge excited. for them. Yeah, huge. So very exciting. Did have a four zero loss tonight, but mm. that's tough. It's okay. Who's next? Doge. Doge, you going up? I'm in. He's batting. Cool stat of the day coming out of the MLB. It's coming from the Marlins and the Mets. Sure, sure. That tonight, Miguel Rojas for the Marlins and Jonathan Villar for the Mets both hit first pitch leadoff home runs. Wow. And it's the first time it's ever been recorded that both teams on the first pitch in the first inning hit home runs. That's crazy. They did. I mean, it says here that's the first time since they started tracking pitch counts in 1988. But I feel like it's got to be a lot longer than that even because people would have brought up, you know, someone did it this time in like the 70s because that's such a memorable thing. Yeah. For the first two pitches to both go yard. You would think that would have happened, but obviously not. So that's, that is a crazy stat. I'm sure it probably has. But it's the first one on record. Well, there you go. So, first one recorded, cool at least. So, the first recognized. First one we know about. Yeah. You know, first one we know about. Is that special? Yeah. Very special. When you think about all the different things that can happen on one pitch, and there's only two of those opportunities, well, one of those opportunities a game. So, right. however many total games that have ever been played. That's just crazy. That's the first time. So. Anyway. Yeah. But cool stat out of the MLB. Thought yeah. that was fun. Saw that pop up on my on my app today. Very cool. Very cool stat. Um. I would just like to say, shout out to the Reds, who are in place for the wild card right now, half a game ahead of the Padres. So let's keep it up. Castellanos still hitting dingers. Um, they had to, they had to inspect his bat and throw it away because they thought it was unsafe. So he gave it to a little kid, and I think he had a real nice double after that with his other bat. So you can't stop this man, all right? You can't stop him. The only thing that's going to stop him is when he walks out of town and makes a huge bunch of money for another team next year, which will be a huge bummer. But let's try to win while we got him, boys. Come on, let's get in the playoffs, Reds. Let's go. Need it. Need it. Um, huh. that's all we got, I guess. Any, any other final tips, points, exciting things going on? Shouts out. Happy Labor Day, everybody. You know? Yeah, shouts out. Enjoy, right. that, enjoy that Monday off. I feel like it was a pretty clean pod. Very clean you know? pod. Minus one uh, particular cursing by Mr. Teach. <laughs> I apologize right away. Yeah. We're doing well for ourselves. We're all right. We're all right. I only stuttered, what, seven, seven times? Maybe. I didn't have the counter out, yeah. so I don't know. That, that sounds Doge. about right. Did you have the uh, ticker? The little ticker? He lost it when the when he lost the first call. It's like the pitch count in baseball. <laughs> I don't got it. I think that's <laughs> it, guys. I think that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Dill, thank yeah. you for being on. It's good stuff, guys. Doge, thank you for being on. Thank you, boys. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is The Clubhouse.